Welcome to NDTR Spotlight. I'm your host, Marie Lorraine. Today, we are going to nominate my, or not nominate, spotlight myself. I was nominated by Carpe Diem Nutrition, who also was on the spotlight a few months ago, maybe last in the summer. So um, make sure you check out her spotlight. She's just so fun to follow on Instagram and just to hear her story. And she makes the cutest memes. But a little bit about myself. I was an NDTR. I recently passed my RD exam and paid the $70 to get, get that credential. So now I am a registered dietitian. However, I wanted to wait until I became a registered dietitian to talk about my story as an NDTR. I started NDTR Spotlight um, when I was in my last year of my graduate slash DI program. So I was on track to become a dietitian when I wanted to do something more with my NDTR credential. And I thought spotlighting other NDTRs and seeing what they were doing was the perfect thing for me to do. And honestly, I wish I had this spotlight when I was an NDTR, considering if I wanted to continue on to become a dietitian. So um, my credentials, I have a bachelor's of nutrition and dietetics. I now have a master's degree in nutrition diagnostics, registered dietitian, and a certified personal trainer. And so I found out about the NDTR credential in undergrad. My professors were so clear and just open and upfront about other options outside of just going for the dietitian path. They mentioned the DTR and they also said, you don't have to become a dietitian if you want to do this major. It's not mandatory. You can go into food service or just do other things. And I was very uh, thankful for that, for that. And in fact, in, in my graduating class, we had people go off to medical school for, um, medical doctor and even dentistry. So, uh, and then some are still DTRs and some have progressed to dietitians. So it's a nice diverse group of people that I graduated with. And I decided to do the DTR route in grad in undergrad because I was applying for the dietetic internship and it was the most stressful experience of my life. And I do not get stressed out a lot. And feeling all that stress and tension. I was like, no, this is not for me. And also I couldn't afford it. I felt like it was a very irresponsible move to make as I was in debt from undergraduate school. And I didn't even know if I liked this field. I enjoyed studying nutrition, but I didn't know if I wanted to make it my job. And I had only found out or knew what a dietitian was, or even like that it was a profession after I started college. So it was, there was no dream when I was little to be a dietitian. Um, and I entered into the major, not because I wanted to make people healthy or anything of that nature. It was because I was originally doing film and media studies and communications, um, which might not be a surprise to you. And my parents urged me to find something that was a little bit more concrete and provided me with the credentialing after I left school. And so I didn't want to be a nurse because I didn't want to care for people that closely. <laughs> I like the distance and the talking and the, the media aspects of life. So I found the dietitian major was perfect because I mean, everyone loves talking about food. So I could talk to any and everybody about a topic that wasn't the weather or sports, but something that they, that was near and dear to them and could really let you learn a lot about a person. Cause when they talk about food, you can, you know, you figure out things about their culture, how they grew up, just a lot of fun things. So that is how I found out about the credential. And that is why I decided to do the NDTR credential. So I graduated, I stopped the diecast process and I enjoyed the rest of my senior year. And I do not regret that. I think it was a great decision for me to make. And I took the RD, the DTR test in 
September, I think, after I found a position um, at a nursing home. So my first job, there was a job for a super dietary supervisor at a nursing home. And I went in and applied for that job. And I saw that they had a DTR credential or a DTR job opening up too. So I asked, and I said, I just finished school with my bachelor's in nutrition and dietetics and I'm eligible to sit for the exam. Can I apply for this job instead? And studied to take the exam. And they said, yes, much to my delight. So that was really nice. Increase in pay, um, less crazy hours. So I ended up getting that job. I studied for about a month for the DTR exam. I passed on the first try with a 26. So it wasn't like a really great pass, but um, I felt confident in the test that I took. Uh, I used visual veggies to study and like it wasn't, it wasn't hard at all. And I think I can contribute that to my undergraduate program at Messiah University like the professors just drilled things into you. Food service was strong. Like I just knew the things on the test were of no surprise to me. And so I did that job and then the job got cut, <laughs> which I was happy about. And then I ended up working at WIC for two years where I was able to pay off my undergrad loan and um, just get some experience. But before I go into that job, I want to just quickly compare. I know I had Bridget on here compare the RD exam to the DTR exam, and they are similar. They're very similar, I will say, but I took the DTR exam in 2017, and then I took the RD exam in 2021. It's a nice long time to get to that ultimate goal that I had for myself. And I will say the program really matters. The RD exam has just so much stuff on it. And I found that food service and management were still very prominent in the RD exam, at least for how my test was working, because I wasn't very strong in those areas. And my internship was very clinically focused, which was a weakness I had. So I wanted to do a clinically focused internship. But then going to the RD exam, my internship program, master's degree did nothing to prepare me for the RD exam, except for teach me like what they thought was relevant to the field of dietetics, which is not necessarily mainstream. They're kind of, my program was kind of on their own lane, which was exciting. And I learned a lot of things, but did not prepare me for the RD exam. So I had to use Inman's and Eat Right Pro, which they gave for free. I was going to use visual veggies, but I already spent so much money. So I just stick, <laughs> stuck with what um, was accessible to me that I already paid for through the school. And then just mooching off of friends study guides <laughs> that they gave after they passed the exam. And so I took the test twice and um, it was frustrating. The whole process was very frustrating because when I was taking the, doing the practice test, I just felt like there was all these things that I did, had known in undergrad and now didn't know because it's just been like oh, about four years. It's just, it's been a while. So I felt like I was more prepared in my undergraduate degree to take the RD exam than I was after my master's in DI internship. That's just my personal um, experience. And I think that's based on the program that I went to. So if you are thinking about going to the dietitian route and you've passed the DTR exam, just make sure that you're studying. Um, I think even during the program or if your program is intentional about teaching to pass that exam so you know the content that's going to be on that exam because I asked things like the anatomy of an egg like it's going back to that level of basic nutrition that you learn in undergrad but then you forget when you're learning about like 
all these drug nutrient interactions and, and they have some of that stuff too, but it's not, there's, you know, the other food service and management stuff there. So that's my two cents on the RD exam versus the NDTR exam. I hope that's helpful. Just make sure you study because it's expensive 200 to take the test. And then, um, the study materials are pricey. And if you fail, you have to pay again and you have to wait 45 days and it just takes up your life because you can't really move on unless you have that credential for insurances and all these things that they add to um, that credential. I will say though, having my DTR credential has allowed me in the job I'm working now as a dietitian to be able to do more and build up a program. And I was able to sell that. I said, well, I don't have my RD exam. I don't have my dietitian credential yet, but I do have a DTR and I'm able to do um, nutrition coaching. And so right now at my job, we're working on a program where eventually DTRs will be able to take over. So I'm really excited about that because that's just another opportunity and a door that I could help promote DTRs and that credential and those people who you know are well-equipped to do nutrition coaching. Okay, so my job at a nursing home and then I switched over to WIC and I really enjoyed WIC, and, but they are the reason why I decided to continue to become a dietitian. Like I said, I didn't have DTR spotlight around at the time. All I had was Diet Tech Central, which is a great um, resource. And if you don't know about it, definitely check it out. And they had some spotlights, but I didn't know how these people were doing what they were doing. There was just an article and they explained things, but it wasn't enough for me and didn't like really open up my mind. So I felt like I needed the RD credential to do nutrition. And that's not true. As you can see by the countless spotlights that we have of all these DTRs doing great things in the field, having fulfilling careers as DTRs and practicing nutrition. Um, however, at the WIC I was working at, I could only see certain patients. And um, that was frustrating to me. I wanted to be able to see all the patients. And it wasn't that I couldn't learn to see them or that I didn't have the education to see them. It's that I didn't have the credentialing to see them. And so I just wanted to have that credentialing. Also, the pay was more. So that is something to consider if you're like a DTR and um, a reason to continue to become a dietitian for me, at least was so that I could do more in the workplace and be more valuable as an employee. Cause I did not feel that because I did, couldn't do everything where I was working at that clinic. I felt like I wasn't as valuable. They did not make me feel less valuable. That was just my personal like I want to be able to do everything and anything and have no, like, you can't do this because so I had to like, keep going. Cause I'm a, I'm a three on the Indiagram. If you know what Indiagram is, I'm a performer achiever. I like to just accomplish things. So if there's that goal, something higher, I want to, I want to reach it and go there. So I didn't feel like I was at the level where I could do everything that I wanted to do. And then also I wanted to make more money. So, although now I don't think I'm making more money. Yes. But I mean, I've only been a dietitian for like a week since when I'm filming this. So we'll have to just wait, wait it out. But um, yeah, so then I, I applied for the diecast program. The second time applying, it was just stressful in the fact that like you had to do it and it was annoying having to find all the transcripts and stuff, but it wasn't hard. 
Um, I think in undergrad for me, they made it seem like it was the scariest thing. Just like in middle school, they make high school sound scary. And in high school, they make college sound scary. In college, they made diecast sound sound scary. It really isn't. It's a really easy software to use. If you have any questions, you can call and people pick up and answer your questions. I was like amazed at how not hard it was to to do it. And then um, I got matched in my second round match. So I definitely got here by the skin of my teeth and by the grace of God, I did not get into the schools I wanted to. And that's how I ended up in Missouri (laughs) because there was a school out here that accepted me in the second round match. And I was just going to do the RD route, just the internship, but um, all the work that it takes to fill out diecast and get the letters of recommendation and to get accepted into a school, I just figured to just do everything all in one place and just get it done. Probably not the best approach to your education. You probably should try and enjoy it and really enjoy what you're learning, but I wanted to get it done and I did like my program. So, so I got it done, moved out here and now I, yeah, I'm a dietitian. So what else do I ask our spotlighters um, when we're chatting? So that's kind of just the story of getting here. And so in DTR Spotlight, again, I started it because I wanted to do something really exciting with my DTR credential. And now that I'm a dietitian, I will continue to do this, um, this podcast. I still think DTRs are very valuable. And I say, there's always, there's three paths. You either like say a dietitian or you become a DRD. So there's, so you, you do the DTR route and you stay the DTR route or you do the DTR route to become a dietitian. I think those are two valuable paths that you can take. And I think if all dietitians or a majority of dietitians take the DTR to the RD path, they'll have a really good understanding of how much knowledge and um, benefits they bring DTRs bring to the field. So I definitely applaud Um, you, if you're doing that route, if you go right to the RD route, go for it. That's fine too, but definitely consider the DTR route because I don't regret my experience and I'm financially a lot better off now because I did the DTR route and I'm entering the work field with experience in the field of dietetics. So pretty happy about that. So my most frustrating or annoying thing about the DTR credential that I have experienced is that people just don't know about it. So everything that people have been saying on these, on these podcasts, people don't know about it. And that's why I'm trying to be a solution to that problem. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been on the spotlight. And if you're watching the spotlight and learning about the credential, and if you want to be on the spotlight, don't hesitate, but to reach out to me and let me know. And so, yeah, that's just, a little gist of my story. I hope that was interesting and that you are also encouraged by my story as well as you are by the other stories. Uh, It was kind of hard just talking out of my head. So if I missed anything or if you have any questions about my journey in like specifically, go ahead and leave a comment down below and I will make sure to answer them for you. And I will see you in the next spotlight. Thank you so much for watching and supporting. Have a great day.